Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson, and you could find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. T- today's episode 61, and it's entitled Getting Clear on Your Intentions for the New Year. Well, if you're listening to this when it's released, it happens to be the day after Christmas. And it's a it's a beautiful time. I enjoy taking the week between Christmas and New Year's to really create my path and my roadmap for the year. You know, but what a lot of times happens, like I'm looking at the paper that I did last year for this new year. And it's interesting because there's some things that I did and there's some things that I definitely did not do. But I also wasn't very clear. Like I, I took the time to brainstorm, like what would make the year really fun? Like what would make this year just awesome? Or in another way, like what would make your new year Disneyland? What would make it so exciting and so fun and amazing that you couldn't even imagine what it was like? And so I have things on here from, you know, get a million pod, a million podcast downloads to a, to uh, a million views of a program I was working on, a million dollars. It was kind of, I kind of had this idea that it was going to be the year of a million. And guys, I, I, I didn't come close to hitting any of these goals. And one of them was on there, was married to the girl of my dreams. That, that hasn't happened. And, uh, you know, guitar, singing, piano, different books to read, programs to go through. One I have gone through quite a few times this year that I'm, I'm proud about is I've done the artist way quite a few times this year. And that's, and that's made quite a difference. You know, in going through a, a coaching mastery program that I wanted to go through, I finished that. And I have started Sweet Child of Mine on the guitar. I've gotten about three quarters done. That's pretty cool. And uh, like basketball, ice hockey, I did that and such. So I'm kind of just sharing these things with you guys so you can think about your last year. Yeah, I think first of all, we have to acknowledge what we have done this last year. So often we, we focus on the things that we didn't do. I mean, it's like, you know, using this as a funny example, I, I could have made the million dollars, but not got everything else done on my list. And I could, and I could have still chosen to be unhappy. I've also realized that some of our goals are, you know, unless we're willing to put in the work and unless we have at least some sort of an idea of a system of how we're going to make it happen. And one of the things on there was to finish my book, which at this point is not done. And I've been working on that for like 11 years. Well. Okay, that's where I'm at right now. What are you the most proud of this last year? And and one thought as well, depending on what situation you're in, I know a lot of people choose to spend this time with family. But if you happen to just be by yourself and you could sprint to the end of your goal, there's also that option. What's one of the most memorable experiences that you've had this year? 
What's, what's the thing that you wish you would have done this year that first comes to mind? I mean, the truth is to have a bunch of different things that we want to accomplish but have no idea or not really work towards them, it's not going to work out. I mean, actually, funny enough, on this page is be in incredible shape. And because of this different circumstances I was in and I didn't have a gym really close to where I was staying when I was up in Minnesota for like four months, I've actually gotten in worse shape than I was in last year. Why do I laugh about it? Because it's not a big deal. And probably also because I know that if I just keep going to the gym and showing up, I'm, I'm going to get myself back in amazing shape. But if I don't go to the gym, if I don't put in the time, it's not going to happen. You know, I believe this is a time for new beginnings. It's interesting because once we see something different, we can never really unsee it. So a lot of times what happens, especially the the day after Christmas, is we focus on, like I said, all the things that we haven't done. But what if we did it differently? I I recently watched a version of A Christmas Carol. Well, two different ones. I watched the, The Muppet Christmas Carol with Michael Caine, and then I watched... Um, Scrooged, which is basically a Christmas carol. And they're both wonderful movies. But, you know, in the end, when Scrooge wakes up and he's like, oh my goodness, it's Christmas. It's not over. The thing that's really profound to me in that is how old Scrooge is when he says this. Scrooge has got to be, I mean, depending on the character depicting him, But probably between his 60s and 70s, this isn't like he's waking up when he's 15 and he's like, oh my goodness, the world is my oyster. Or even like he's 21 or 30 and the world is my oyster. We always think and we always spend time wishing of doing things differently, but wishing we would have done something different with the knowledge that we didn't have is just silly. We find all kinds of ways to beat ourselves up, guys. And there are so many. So, you know, and back to Scrooge, like he wakes up and he's like, it's Christmas morning. I haven't missed it. I haven't missed my opportunity. What if we were like that? What if we could almost look back at the year, you know, somewhat similar to Scrooge? And say, hey, what, what if I d- look at my past this year? But it's interesting because Christmas Carol, this focuses on his negative past. You know, maybe that's the only area that he needed a, a, uh, an eye opener. But I don't think that's the best thing to do. If you focus on the things that you've achieved, the things that you've done... I mean, maybe even things that you never thought you could do. And you can also focus on the things that, hey, what what do I wish I would have done better? 
Believe me, guys, I really do understand of how the desire sometimes to go back and try to change everything. I mean, there there have actually been times in my life when I was younger that I actually prayed for that. That I prayed to basically, like, if it were possible to go back in time. And uh, I know that seems really silly, but we can't. We really can't. Like, we can't, we can't go back and change anything. And when our head is so filled with doubt and fear and insecurity and frustration, it is very challenging to hear the messages that are coming from the Spirit. Oh my goodness, it's, it's amazing that, you know, when I recorded the, the podcast from my... The one from last week, like I tried and I tried and I tried and it just wasn't coming through because I just had so much going on in my head. It couldn't come through. And then once it came through, it came through fine. When we're not so caught up in our thinking of how we think it has to be, we do very well. It's time to get back to daydreaming. I mean, right now, like this week. Is your time to daydream? Because next year, Christmas is going to come again. And depending on the choices that you make in each present moment is where is going to depend on where you're going to be at. Are you going to be closer and closer to the person that you desire to become or not? I know for me, especially as a single person, one of the hardest things sometimes is not just wanting that cheerleader, wanting that companion next to you, the person of your dreams that is there, that supports you, that just loves you and cares about you and that you're crazy about. But there's something about becoming the person that attracts that person. The the best advice I've ever received about dating was make yourself as attractive as possible. That's all you got. That's the only thing that we can do. And we can make ourselves attractive physically, spiritually, financially, socially. Yes, we are in whatever position we're in right now. We can't change that. Yeah, it's like they say in a Christmas carol, it's like Marley was, the Marleys were dead as a doornail. You have to understand that. Well, maybe sometimes in order for us to live in the present moment, we have to understand our past is dead. Like, bring out your dead. It's dead. <laughs> sometimes we feel our past is, is more like the guy that's put on the cart in Monty Python and he's like, I'm not dead. Forgive the horrible British accent, but like, it's like, I'm, you will be in the morning. Can you come back on Thursday? Like, sometimes we think our past isn't dead. Our past is dead. And our future hasn't yet begun. Well, I mean, your, your default future has. But is that the future that you want? I mean, today sitting here on, on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas is the past year that you've had, the year that you've wanted, or has it been the year of default? 
Did you get cleared on your intentions? Did you have your very specific intentions written out that you reviewed on a daily basis or at least regularly said, oh, this is where I'm going. I mean, wouldn't it be absurd? Like I'm about to, I'm about to leave on a trip. Like, wouldn't it be absurd to get in the car and never look at the GPS or never look at a map? The GPS tells me where to go. (laughs) Funny enough, on the last trip I took, it kind of messed with me and took me a totally different road. Which was really strange. So sometimes our, our real GPSs do get messed up. Our inner GPS never gets messed up. The, the, the spirit will never lead you astray. God will never lead you astray because then he would cease to be God. He is a God of truth. It's time to daydream, guys. It's time to spend time daydreaming and picturing the life that you really want. And getting very clear on it. You only have so much time. So start off with things that you, that you really want to do. You know, if, if you want to write a book, maybe you write the intention, write 45 minutes each day. If you want to build your business. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I have seen businesses that I have worked with that have done really, really well and have impacted a lot of people. I've also seen people that known they needed to do something different than haven't. And it's sad to watch some of those businesses close. We are guided to the resources that we need. It's our choice if we want to use them. I mean, I've got... I have so many resources available to me right now. And as I mentioned before, if you can't afford coaching, there's a place called heartfeltpresence.org. Go on there. I I do a free hour on there on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Arizona time. And there's other coaches on there the majority of the time. There are so many resources available to each of us to get what we want. I think one of the biggest things that gets us away from getting what we want is distraction. It's like we don't take the time to get clear on it on our intentions. It's like, oh, this is this is a pretty decent map of all the things that I want to do. Well, yeah, but I'm not I can't focus on that many things at once. I mean, we really do. We have to have our priorities. We have to have those things that we really, really want. And there's certain intentions that you can definitely write down. And, you know, you can visualize, but some things are just a byproduct. Like marriage is a byproduct of becoming the person that you want to become. And like, that's, that's what it is. And finding somebody else that has the same thing. And, and the, the energy is created though, as we're actively engaged in the world doing, as we're doing really cool things, that's where the energy is created. 
So have you guys gotten clear on your intentions for the new year? This week, take that time to do it. You know, they say that those who those who fail to those who pl- fail to plan plan to fail. I don't know if that's entirely true. But what I can tell you is what I can tell you is that as we daydream, I really do believe we are guided. When of those things come up to us and really inspire and excite us, like we're being guided. And I think what happens plenty is a lot of our quote-unquote New Year's resolutions end up on the same page year after year after year after year. And, and every year we write them down being like, okay, maybe I'll get it done. I, I might be able to get it done this year. And we don't. We, we don't get it done. And then another year and it's like, okay, I, I can do it this time. Once again, there's something about setting up a system. If I want to write, I need to write 45 minutes a day or longer. What is the thing that you want more than anything in this world? Write that one down first. What is the thing that would make your life Disneyland? That would just be so fun and so cool and so exciting that you would just love to do? And how many times have you told yourself that you can't do that? I remember for myself, probably 12 years ago, I listened to this band perform a live show. And it was awesome. And I loved it. And I loved the feeling of it. I loved the spirit of it. And I was like, oh man, I want to do that. And then I went and and wrote one song and stopped. We think everything is so much harder than it really is. Isn't it amazing how many stories we come up with how we can't do something? What if we started coming up with stories of how we can do something? What if we even ask Heavenly Father for His help? What if we said, okay, this is what I want to work on, this is what I want to do? I mean, He will give you guidance and direction, and He can clear out a lot of the crazy leprechaun thinking that's been like cobwebs in your brain. He can clear all of that out, and it will be gone. Almost as if it never existed.
Now, for some of you, I understand the thing that you want more than anything in the world is to be with the person of your dreams. Guys, I have waited for that for so long. I mean, now about 16 years to be exact. And it hasn't happened. And that's okay. I mean, the podcast is literally called Happy and Single, but there are times that I'm not exactly happy and single. And that's okay too. You see, our thoughts flow through our mind like a cloud crosses over the sun. And then it's gone. So those thoughts that come in and say, you can't do it, you can't do it, it's like we're trying to get them out so hard that they actually get stronger. It reminds me of the movie Gremlins. You know, where they basically either feed them or give them water afterwards and they start to grow. That's what we do. Each time we give credit to our doubts and to our fears and to our uncertainties and to our sadness and frustration and doubt and everything that we didn't do that we were supposed to do right because we should have known better, we're watering those things. We can't come down. We have to get clear about our intentions and make it something that stretches you but then be willing to put in the time. We are so incredibly hard on ourselves. But did you have a clear goal to begin with? Did you have a clear intention that says, you know, by this time I want to have this? And was it something that looked real? Was it something you showed up for each and every day? I know for me, I I tend to not be home a lot lately. (laughs) I mean, last year, this year I've been gone for like five months. Last year I was gone for six. Like it's kind of hard to create a habit (laughs) and a pattern when, when you're always gone. But I felt those are things that I needed to do. Well, how do we get, how do we get back into our intentions. We remind ourselves of them each day. And we make it simple enough that that's not so hard to remind ourselves each day. One of the best example, one of the best definitions of discipline I've ever heard is just remembering what you want. What is it that you want? And what is it that you really want? Oftentimes we go after the thing that we think we can have, not what we really want. That voice that comes in and tells you 
and just reminds you because usually isn't that what happens like we start thinking of a new year and all these exciting things and that and that crazy leprechaun thinking comes in and it's like which is you know which is the adversary it comes in and he's like but you didn't even get done anything last year like how in the world are you going to do anything even close to remotely good this year and we're like oh yeah that's right And we think we have to have the perfect life conditions to create what we want. But what's amazing is we don't. I mean, in your given situation, you just have to know the next step. And by, by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. I love that scripture. Once again, it's that same thing. Like the song says, by Casting Crowns, we're, we're being reminded of all the times we've tried before and failed. I mean, and even when it comes to relationships, we're thinking of the same thing. It's like, well, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Who's ever going to love me? Who's ever going to want me? I'm older. I'm, you know, insert whatever your thing is there. We don't get to control who wants us. We just get to influence it by how attractive we're making ourselves. And once again, there's something about just allowing yourself grace for the last year because that's what you did. You've had, you've had the experiences you've had. You can learn from them. You can be upset at them. So one of the things that I do when I start working with a client is I ask him, what, what do you want out of this? Like if this goes, you know, exactly how you would love it to go, what are you really hiring me for as your coach? You know, and one of my, one of my recent clients has shared with me that, that they've actually gotten a much different experience. They've gotten a much, basically a much quieter mind and they've been able to think better and think clearer. Every one of you has that available to you. When we just slow down. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. Like we, we speed up because it's like, oh, I got I to gotta know the next thing to write down. I got to know the next thing to say. But it's when we slow down that the right thing comes. Michael Neal has an exercise that he calls his, his comfy chair exercise where you just sit in a really comfortable chair for two hours and wait until inspiration really strikes. Not like, oh, yeah, I got to go do that. I got to go do the dishes. But it's like, oh, this idea would be awesome. The way he describes it is something that makes you gasp, grin, or giggle. That lights you up and makes you come alive. Not something that you're like, oh, well, I have to do that because. But something that's like, oh my goodness, that would be amazing. That would be incredible. I would love that. What is it for you? What, what lights you up? I mean, do you want to write a book? Do you want to... You win a certain award. Do you want to get yourself in excellent shape? 
what is it that you want? What lights you up? And you're like, that would be awesome. And go do that. You know, one of the clients that that worked with me a little while ago, he, he was this amazing musician and he really wanted to create his first album. And he did. He actually went out and created his first album. So what lights you up? What sets you on fire? What gets you so excited that you would just love to do? And guys, you don't, you don't have to answer all of these questions today. This is, this is just to kind of start off the week so that come New Year's, you're ready to go. It's like you got your bags packed, you got everything ready to go, you got your map, you got your destination, and it's like, let's go. You're going to hit some potholes on the way. That's just part of it. And some of them you like want to avoid, but you almost can't. Like there was literally a, a pothole that was like probably six inches deep and like a foot by a foot that the other day I hit and I just couldn't avoid it. And I was like, ah, no. But you know, funny enough, everything was fine. I had, I, I had the car even checked out and everything was fine. We hit a pothole and we think it's like, oh no, this, I, I must abandon ship. <laughs> like, like in Monty Python, run away, run away. You're able to accomplish things that you never thought you could before. And Michael Neal said something really interesting to me when we were talking the other day. He said, Joseph, you got to stop worrying about Joseph doing awesome things in the world and God doing awesome things through Joseph. Now, that was, that was powerful. We were so much about making us important. We were so much about doing the right thing and saying the right thing and all that stuff. But the best things I've ever written, I didn't write. It was absolutely the spirit that wrote them. And they're so profound and so powerful. There's a beautiful song by a lady named Cecil called Slow Down. If you look it up on YouTube, it's, They've got a version with the, the, the world-famous Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, which is just amazing. Maybe instead of speeding up and writing a million things that we want to do this year, and we slow down, and we see what really speaks to us. I, I do, I think. And sometimes it's just that nagging voice inside that's like, are, are you really going to try this goal again? Are you really going to have this intention again? And when that happens, I think, you know, Case Kenny, when I interviewed him, said something really interesting. He's like, yeah, when that voice comes at me, I just say, watch me. Watch me. When that voice says, you can't do it, he says, watch me.
have to understand that we don't we don't control anything or hardly anything but when we just show up and when we're present amazing things happen the other thing i want to say especially for those people that don't feel they have any support is get groups I've recently joined a writing group. I'm, I'm putting together a particular group for coaches that are kind of in a similar boat as I am. And we're just getting together a team that wants to play and have fun. Guys, get a group. That, that is the best way to be able to find something. And go find what you're looking for. Like if you need a workout buddy and you know no one, I mean, there's a, a matchmaker that I interviewed that basically shared with me, she would go find the people. You know, if she knew someone, someone, for example, of, you know, that I remember the particular example that, that I remembered from her was, you know, she had a, a, a person that was a member of my faith, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, and she's like, okay, well, where do I, where do I find a wonderful person for this, this uh, guy? And so she just went and sat outside the temples. You know, and she would talk to people that looked, you know, that looked interesting. If you need a workout buddy, go find one. If you need a writer's group, there's countless. Search online. If you need, I mean, just insert whatever you need and it's there. You just have to be willing to go get it. You know, I recently uh, happened to watch Home Alone, The Heist. Now, I've never seen this movie, but it actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that really enjoys, um, you know, like when there's secrets and hiding places and such like that. And so they put some really cool things into that movie. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was far better than... It was far better than uh, one of the ones that recently came out, in my humble opinion. But, my, oh, there was a point I was going to make. Oh, he goes and he goes to this store and he buy, he's wanting to buy all of these like $2,000 worth of things to protect his house. But he doesn't have any money. And so he takes it all to the register and the guy's like, that'll be $2,000. He's like, oh, well, do you take checks? <laughs> and he's like, with an ID. <laughs> and, you know, the kid doesn't have it. So he's like, okay, well, what can I get for like a buck 68 or something? And the guy says, you can get, you know, like, and he ends up basically buying a thing of string. And then he's talking to this other person on on the movie. He's talking to this guy that he plays back and forth gaming with. And the guy gives him some advice like, oh, you just got to use, you just got to use what's around you. He didn't, you know, the guy didn't realize he was in an actual, he was in an actual, uh, a, people were actually trying to steal from his house. But he just says, oh, you got to find stuff. And so he uses the string to do everything. Like the string is almost on every single trap that he sets using things that are available to him. 
I really do believe that everything we need is right there available to us. If we're willing to ask for it. And sometimes we, we get fearful about asking for it. You know, Jen Sincero t- tells a story about he, how she finally got to the point that she was willing to pay. I think it was like $80,000 for her coach. And she just went to somebody that had, that had money that was known to be pretty, like they, they were known to be pretty wealthy, but they were also known to not, you know, give, give anything out or something like that. Well, that, that decision of being willing to go borrow that money from that lady made all the difference in her life. I'm not saying to go borrow $80,000 to you know, go work with your favorite coach. But what I am saying is everything's available to us. And if we get very clear on what it is that we want, you'll be amazed at how much more accessible it seems and how much more accessible it is. So just take this next week to just kind of spend some time brainstorming, playstorming each day. Just play. Just play around and imagine what, what you would love to experience in your life, what you would love to enjoy. What would make your life Disneyland? And then just go and start writing down those things. And then you can fine-tune it. You know, you kind of start off and okay, well, I'm kind of thinking, you know, something in this area. And it's like, you know, maybe it's something in music. And then it's like, okay, well, I, I do I want to sing? Do I want to play the guitar? Do I want to play the piano? Do I want to do a little bit of all the above? What is it that I want to do? And get very clear on your intention. I, when, one other thing that my, men, my uh, mentor talked about is a lot of people aren't very clear on their intentions. Very fuzzy. If I, was, if I was shooting out of a rifle and it was blurry, now I don't, I'm not a big gun person, but let's, let's say, for example, I was you know, at a shooting range or something and the scope was really blurry, I would have a really hard time making, making out what was what. But if I took the time to just get super clear on that vision, so it was so clear you could explain it to a five-year-old. I think that was Einstein that said, you know, when you really understand something is being able to explain it to a five-year-old. Get really clear on your intentions and then set up something that you can do each day given your circumstances. Maybe for you it's right one line. Maybe it's right 15 minutes. Maybe it's right 45 minutes. And then hold strong to your commitments and your intentions. And then what I actually recommend doing after you have that done is almost write a story. Write a story of where you want your life to be a year from now. And what what it would be like. What would you experience? What would you enjoy? What would you have done? As if it was already done. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm sitting here on the beach, you know, thinking of this amazing thing that I was able to accomplish. 
And then just remind yourself of that each day and even take time to visualize the life that you want. I've gotten a little bit away from visualizing and I was ta- a friend invited me to lunch and we went out and we talked about it. And he said, it's actually worked out really, really well for him lately. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get back to that. So slow down, see what comes up for you among your intentions and then go do them. And have a happy new year, guys. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then, that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.